This is the Smarts and Stripes Podcast. We cover every bump, every spot, and chat with all the talent around the world of wrestling. Here's your host, Bill Matz, former WWE referee Kevin Keenan, and Eric Golden. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smarts and Stripes. It's the Raw Review. I am Bill Matz, and I am joined, as always, by Eric Golden. You might know him as Turtle. Yes, you will. What's up, sir? Uh, so I watched Raw last night. It, I found out something. I found out something very important that on Hulu Live, even if you DVR it, can't fast forward through the commercials. Oh. So I watched a three-hour Raw last night, and it was a full three hours. Um, I started off last week with something positive. You know, I, I wanted to do the Gabe Kapler thing. Give me something you liked about the show. But honestly, this one. The thing I liked a lot about last week, that it was tied together by one story. There was a defined beginning, middle, and an end. There was nothing. The only thing that was advertised, <laughs> the only thing advertised is we're going to find out the participants for Money in the Bank. So they gave us that in the first 10 minutes. and then Half of them, at least. Yeah, for the men. And then we get the women in another moment of bliss, uh, which was, Jesus, it was terrible. Um, and then we just have a bunch of segments thrown together like they wrote the show at as it was going. Turtle, was there anything that stood out to you in a positive light about this show? Um, hmm. It, it was quite the brutal raw, if I'm just going to be <laughs> blunt and honest with you here. I, I guess the funniest part it was the whole Alexa Bliss shoes thing. Yeah. But the- it was just the weirdest thing. Like, you took a commercial break anyway. Have her go back and change, like it, and so many. It can't yeah. be that difficult. To Someone do. can't bring her some boots. There's it, not. There's not an intern somewhere. My God, when I was an intern here, I got everyone everything. I mean, AJ and Seth was a cool little interaction. Yeah, that was fine. That was fine. That was, yeah, that would probably be because I always try to find the positives. Because if I spend at least five hours a week doing something like watching WWE, if I just don't like it, well then I'm the idiot. It's not exactly. their fault. It's my fault for watching it. Last night, I could... Man, it was just not good. There was was, just nothing... And it was the utmost predictable show ever. Yeah. Wow, all four men came out that are going to now fight in a handicap (laughs) match? And then there was a tag match! Shocking! Oh my god. And I guess... So we'll get to the Raw men's participants first. Uh, Braun, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin. Can you just go away? At least Corbin didn't go on last. That was at least he wasn't in the main event. I mean, can you just go away? Like, I'm tired of his whole act. I'm tired of him wearing suits that are nice looking suits. Good for him, essentially. In the ring to wrestle with. I'm not it a vest just, guy. I don't think I, I'm, I've never been a vest guy. It, it's just, I'm just done with him. It's so annoying. His whole gimmick is over. And for him, I know somebody's got to be in there to be like that middle ground of the Money in the Bank match. You can't just have five guys you think are going to win because five guys are not going to win. Only one guy is going to win out of the eight total. And he does have the... He does have the I've won it before card to play. Right. And he is so much like I, I'm very torn on Corbin because like his the character as he portrays it is just boring. But I know that he's a good heel. He is hateable and he gets a reaction whether no matter what you want. No matter what heel. you say about him, he gets a reaction. Now, a lot of people's reaction is groans, but it's still like, hey, man, I watched plenty of segments that were dead last night. So I, I'll give him that. And there is always when when Corbin's out there, and they played up this well last week. 
so many people just so badly don't want to see him win. You just think Vince is going to troll us and, and have him, him go over. And it's kind of that heading into Money in the Bank. I am excited to see Ricochet in this. Last time we saw Ricochet in a ladder match was uh, WrestleMania, his WrestleMania NXT debut. Yep. And that ladder match got five stars, the North American title match. It, so it, He's there. And listen, he's not going to win. There's he's probably no not going to win. win. But he's there to do the, I guess, the shooting star press is his new finish. Yeah, or? he's going to hit the shooting star off the ladder. Off the, is the that what's going to happen? The 15-foot ladder off the other ladder into the ladder that's laying across that's going to break in half. That He's there for that aspect of it, and so I get it. Because Kofi can't be in it because... He would have been there for that aspect, yeah, essentially. Yeah. But, eh. I mean, we'll find out tonight who the other four are, and I'd say that's fairly predictable, too, but... Yeah, I was... Eh. Of these four, of the four men, Drew McIntyre is the only one I can see pulling down the briefcase. Of these four so far, he has to yeah. be. Yeah, absolutely. Because they've already given it to Braun, they've ruined that. They've already given it to Corbin, they've sort of ruined that, or he ruined it, whatever. And there's no way in hell they're giving it to Ricochet. Yeah, he's just... I would love to see them hotshot Ricochet and give it to him like that and do what they did with Edge. Have him sit on it for a while. Just build his character. Have him be Mr. Money in the Bank, but get him in other feuds, get him doing other things, build him up that way. But I will I, but I he's, will he's say... he's not a universal title guy. No, he's not, not, he's definitely not maybe yet. Maybe an intercontinental guy, probably a U.S. title guy. Definitely not yet, but... Or maybe would, not ever, but I mean, good for him We if would he, say he that be. about Edge, and we would say that about uh, Raymond. Mysterio. We would say that about a number of guys who've used this. I would have said it with Kofi too. CM Punk. Completely different story, but I would have said it with Kofi yeah, too. Kofi, CM exactly. Guys well. who, and they've used it in that way. Okay, a guy maybe you don't see as a, you know, a main event contender, a one-on-one match. No, he's probably not going to win against the heavyweight champ. Oh, give him that element of surprise. He can cash in whenever. He can join a match like Seth. He can come in at the end like Edge. So I... I I would like to see Ricochet win it. I just don't see that happening, especially yeah, it's not It's got to be Drew McIntyre as of right now. Of That's these the most four, logical feud going forward. Of these four, Drew's the guy, I would say. Let's just skip ahead to the women. Ooh, Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, Alexa Bliss. I mean, good for Alexa for being able to wrestle again. Yeah, I, I hope yeah, she's yeah, not yeah. injured still, but... Uh, Naomi, maybe? But, again, she's that athletic type... She has not won it, but she's a two-time champ. Mm-hmm. But she's a, a, that athletic type that's going to do something wild and crazy. Because Natty's the Baron Corbin of it, I guess, that's going to take that weird little loss or take that big bump or something. But Dana Brooke? Yeah, Dana? Like, I'm actually, like, because this is such an opportunity for her, I'm actually looking forward to what she comes up with. Because she is athletic. She can do oh, some sure. things in there that you maybe aren't expecting when you look at her. But I, uh, there's no way Dana Brooks went. I say that and I look at her and go, Vince McMahon. I look at yeah. her and go, Vince is absolutely in love with Dana Brooke. Like, without a doubt in my mind, that is the case. I, I listen. There has to be top tier men and women, mid tier, lower tier. Yeah. There's always has to be those kind of three groups of competitors. But I just don't get her involvement in this match even a little bit. Like they came out There's on the only- second <laughs> moment of bliss and well, you stole my opportunity. I stole yours. Like it was what? when Natty and Dana Brooke were going back and forth. 
It was some of the worst stuff I've With ever. With all due respect, like, oh, no, it was like, so bad. This was one of, There were multiple times during this show where the crowd was just silent, and the moment of bliss with the women was absolutely one of them. I love Alexa. I love her character. I think she's great. I think she's way underrated in the ring as well. Um, it was predictable what she was doing when oh, she sure. was setting it up, but it was still great when she yeah. set it up this way. Ladies, you're ruining someone else's moment. I thought and it's it was me. Yeah, I, like it was predictable, but some like predictable isn't always bad. No, for sure, it's like, not always bad, especially in a business where we've seen everything. An elite competitor, which I believe she is, and I would say you would agree with that as well. In this match, is a positive thing, but I just didn't know who else on the the woman's side of. Raw would be in there. Are there even any more women available on Raw? And that's kind of the thing with Dana Brooke when you say, why is she in it? And I'm just looking at it going, well, well, seriously, for two seconds, who's the rest of this woman's roster on Raw? Yeah, um, Jesus. I'm I'm not even trying to be silly here. Me neither, I know. Is Asuka... Tamina, maybe? Tamina? I don't even know who's on Raw. Naya is on the injured list. Yeah, she tore both ACLs. Yeah, Um, I generally don't even know, so maybe they had no choice. That's that's what I'm thinking, is like just a lack of options here. Yeah. the way they've done it so far with the women's money in the bank, it's gone to a heel that may like you don't see on that level, uh, Carmella and then Alexa. So I guess Alexa is the one of the four who I can see well, walking away with. So it here. it's not going to be Lacey. Obviously, there's another Raw women's superstar. What it's Raw? Not she's be in the title match. Becky, and it's not going to be Charlotte, most likely from SmackDown. So it. If we're just kind of connecting the dots here, it kind of has to be Alexa, unless they're going to give Bailey a nice little bump again. Okay, something I can see happening because there are so few options. One of Dana or one of Becky's title defenses is before the women's match. Probably. Say it's the Raw one. Say Lacey loses. She then attacks Dana backstage and comes out for her. I could see that. Something like that happening? I'd be into that because, again, I don't just get Dana's presence in this match even a little bit. I know we're missing one very huge female superstar who might be on Raw or SmackDown. I don't know. The Superstar Shake-Up isn't over yet, clearly. Yeah, that's the Good Brothers showed up. I I texted you guys, and I was like, the Superstar Shake-Up's still going on, but we'll get to that Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um... Yeah, it, right now it's got to be Alexa. She's the yeah. most logical one, aside from the, the Charlottes, and well, obviously Becky can't be in it either. Yeah, so one one little detail that I'm just hoping they at least mention. Just to, It's, it's going to be one... You have these announcers spit lines nonstop. At some point, I really hope to get some specification on, say Becky comes away from the pay-per-view with both titles. Can the winner of the women's... Uh, ladder match challenge for both does she have to specify like say there's a match going on for the women's title and someone comes out and says oh actually this is a three-way dance now it's elimination and both belts are on the line like i I just need some sort of just some sort of specification here in typical wwe fashion they will never tell you because like we just said the superstar shakeup is clearly still going on They don't tell you that. They don't even know that it's still going on. They just do whatever they want, and that's how it's going to be. And now we'll get to how this, I guess, it's still going on, or maybe they just made a bunch of moves and not everyone's debuted yet, so they haven't had a chance to say. But whatever the reasoning is, we get this this Usos versus uh, 
Anderson and Allos. Anderson and Gallows. And uh, the big good, Luke yeah. Gallows now. Yeah, yeah. big Luke Gallows. Uh, it's the good brothers out there. I the mean, bulletproof good yeah, brothers. The Don't bulletproof forget. good brothers. Uh, we assume they're not long for this WWE world, and this is kind of just a match to have the Usos out there, to have the Revival come out later. But it was to get them to show the Revival back-shaving thing? This is what we're doing? Uh, clearly. And this is like... this. These are your two top teams, right? This Supposedly. is what you have. And sure, you have McIntyre, uh, or McIntyre, you have Hawkins and Ryder uh, holding the titles right now. I don't see that going much longer. Uh, they did beat the Revival in like four and a half minutes or something, so Another whatever. weird Yeah, another, wrong. yeah, but like, I, this is something I read on, uh, I think it was .NET, ProWrestling.net with uh, Pal today. So you have a team of writers. This is what you came up with, a back shaving video. <laughs> First of all, this is pro wrestling. They're all shaving their backs. I, I'm, I would assume they all help each other. Like, I don't yeah, you can't shave your own back. Although like, we did have a sponsor here, Backblade.com, that John Marks used to endorse. So maybe they hold the Backblade.com. I was going to try to get to a lawnmower read here. <laughs> I was going to try to get to a Manscaped.com little ad here. But, of course, we don't have a sponsor. Um, yeah. I, what, like, what the hell is this? I, we have the I baby faces who are cool and edgy. Taking, who, by the way, who were just heels that were yeah. cool and edgy, but yeah. now they're happy who to be cool and edgy. Taking a camera who, into who did the lock. Who started with the R Truth entrance, by the way. Yeah. Who wrapped their own entrance, which is weird as But they took a camera into the locker room. I'm glad Renee was like, yo, this is kind of messed up, right? Yeah. Like, you probably shouldn't be filming in the bathroom. Michael Cole's trying to play it off, and she's like, they're wearing towels. They're very much in the showers. Like, I, uh, I it was I just understand. weird. Like, I don't know. This is just one of those, like, an idea they would have had in 1996 or 2012 that you it was would very hope, Val Venus of that. Yeah, just like something that you would hope went away. It, it, I, of everything they could have been doing back there, anything in the world would have been better than back shaving. Yeah, it's just uh, this. I mean, it screams Vince. You know, he was laughing his ass oh, yeah. off at this, and it's just like, man, this is one of those times where you go, he is way out of touch with the actual audience. Well, in, I, I listen, I know it's the magic of TV, and they were purposely playing around like they weren't back there, and they couldn't hear the guy that was oh, three feet away from them laughing his own ass off like, what's going on back here? Oh, my God, this is so funny. Oh, do 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 That was annoying, too, when it was like, you are no more than six feet away from those yes. people, and we, you are we've screaming. We've all been to the Wells Fargo Center. We've all been around those type of shower bathroom areas. They're not that big. No. Like, he was... Tackling, and they didn't hear him. But anyway, but just it, the idea of this segment, and this is this is how you set up the feud. Now, the revival, who are quote unquote top guys, and the Usos, who just last night were called by the announced team the best tag team of the last decade, which I don't disagree with. That's probably true. But but this is how you set up this feud. Now, this is this is what we're going. You with. caught me shaving my teammates back. I'm angry with you. The tag titles are held by a team of, hey, we're not on a losing streak anymore, and your top two teams are feuding over filming each other shaving their backs. And your best team just, comes out and dominates a triplet team oh, in that was, like five yeah. seconds. Lucha House Party is back, I guess. The, the Viking Raider experience oh, of the nation or something? I don't know. I, that was, I don't, I like, I watched the whole thing. I couldn't tell you what happened in that match. <laughs> 
All, all I know is they threw Kalisto about 50 feet in the air. Yeah, that's cool. And it was amazing to see like the agility of these big, huge, fat guys running under to grab him and power slam him something. Uh, another segment that I just had to laugh at was the uh, the Miz TV segment <laughs> because it was set up very well. I thought the announcers, oh, yeah. whether they meant to or not, set it up in a very funny way. They're saying, oh, it's kind of odd to see you know the guy who doesn't talk all that much on a talk show. They're like, well, his his fists and his fury do his, his talking for him. Renee just goes, but it's a talk show. <laughs> and it was, you know, Lashley turns it around on Miz and all that's fine. No Leo Rush. Have we... I I was reading Leo a bit Rush earlier. Leo Rush is the only thing that has worked about Lashley. Evidently, he's got too much heat on him now for being a cocky SOB. Oh, you don't say. Shockingly, I know, the little little shrimpy guy that has a big ego. Um, yeah, but Bobby Lashley likes talking about Bobby Lashley and... Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley. That was it. That was what I got from that segment. He's just going to say all Leo Rush's parts for him. That's what it is now. They handed him the script as if it was written like Rush was still there, and no one one just told him to change it. It's a shame for a guy with with such a Vince McMahon-esque quality to him that has just zero personality whatsoever. This is the issue we ran into with Bobby Lashley the first time around. Like, the first time around the block with Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley, this is what we ran into. He looks like a million bucks. There's nothing else special about him. He just lifts weights. That's yeah. what we're looking at. He Like, I, I expected a bit more athleticism from him, and maybe he's got it, but he's just holding it back. I, eh? I was much more entertained by Shane coming out. And this sets up, uh, Lashley Lashley lays out Shane, and you're like, oh, this could be something. But then Lashley just leaves. Yeah, I I thought Shane paid him off. Yeah, there could be some sort of alliance. He's my new enforcer, blah, blah, blah. But it's just setting up another Miz and Shane match, this time in a steel cage. Which I'm all for. Shane's going to do something ridiculous off the top of the cage. That's cool. But did it bother you? It's not for the, the weirdness of it, but just the... The, the length, I guess, of the Shane triangle choker yes. sleeper thing of him. I, I hey, just, hey, look at me. Oh, you can't look at me. Hi, I got you now. I got you now. Like, I just, what was he saying? I, there's an issue I have with so many submission moves they use now because they're all like, oh, well, it's, you know, MMA's out there, so we got to use MMA submissions. No, you don't. Use submissions that look good. That's <laughs> it. The triangle always looks terrible. It's and one of it, the worst moves in wrestling. when The Undertaker did it and does it for the few times he does, because you got such long-ass legs... It looks kind of cool. I still then. hate it when the Undertaker does it. I agree, but at least it makes it look better. This was just yeah, Miz's head between Shane's legs and Shane. But I thought they're going to commercial five times during this. So. <laughs> I was just like, that actually would have been funnier if they went to commercial and came back and he and still he had him in it. Still had it. But yeah. it was just, hey, you like that? You like that? Like it just kept going and going, and then he just taps him in the head with the mic. Oh, you're not awake anymore. And it's just like that, the the way it just went on forever. Yeah. Like I went up and long. got something I went up and got something to drink and came back and I'm like, oh, okay, it's still going. <laughs> like I went to my fridge and it's and it was just like and it's just these little production issues that take yeah. away from the quality of the show. Like I said last week, there was a story beginning, middle to end that set the whole thing up that you built it around. This week there was no thread throughout the show. It was and just segment, 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 segment. Well, I agree that's ninety five percent WWE's fault. I do, I really do. It just wasn't a good produced show, it wasn't a well written show at all. The crowd was 
garbage. Oh, they were. But they were there for Sammy, and they were there for Becky, and they were there at the end. And that's, I mean, yeah. those three, it's the strength of their characters, so good for them. But at least you had them hooked, so you can't blame the character 100%. But My other production issue was something small, but you have this whole issue. Have this whole issue about Rey Mysterio wanting to make up for his one-minute match and how he was embarrassed, all this. They go to commercial in the first minute. Okay. All right. Well, uh, none of that mattered. No. Yeah, so, yeah the match isn't going to end. Don't worry, listen, guys. Obviously, we know Still sales no are a big thing. We know, know. everything and all that. Just time it better. If you were taken five minutes away from the Miz triangle hold, yeah, I'm sure exactly. you could have gone to commercial then, as I expected them to. Uh, are we expecting, are you expecting Miz and Shane to top what they did at Mania? Yes. Yeah. Just, just because of who they are. I, I despise Shane McMahon as a performer now. I really do. But I will give him the utmost credit for being 49, 48, and willing to 50 take years any old. Bump. And, and doing, it's going to go coast to coast on top of the cage. Yeah. Like, He's yeah. going to do something, or a super duper shooting star press. He's going to do something dumb. And when he, that's just pure passion. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't have to do this. He's rich beyond his wildest dreams now. He, I'm sure he, whatever company he was in before he came back to the WWE made him rich beyond his wildest dreams then too. He doesn't have to do any of this. He does it clearly because he loves to do it. And aside from the awful Miz TV, which is usually fairly good, the Miz is a superstar there too. It's going to be probably the best match of the night. I wouldn't doubt it, although we are going to get another Becky Charlotte match, which is always good. Regardless of it, I want them to get as far away from each other as possible for a little while. Like, if they want to main event at Mania again next year, fine. But leave it alone. <laughs> like, Please. Just give me 11 months away from it, because we've been doing this since SummerSlam. But I think part of it's the problem with SummerSlam that is... It's almost SummerSlam again. The part of the, their problem with all that is, and this is with everything, not just Becky and Charlotte, they do such a great job most of the time of building their top guys and top girls. They do such a shitty job of creating their mid-card anything. Like, Baron Corbin's their, their biggest mid-card guy, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Ember Moon is their biggest yeah, mid-card Yeah, she's incredible, girl. and we never see her. Like, uh, Ember yeah. Moon, is she on SmackDown now? I don't even Supposedly. know. Okay, so, okay, hopefully she's in the... I'm trying to just jog my memory here, because I have yeah. no idea what happened in Superstar Shake-Up. And well, that it's like, not over yet, so And because, like, half the names that did get moved ended up not being moved, so... <laughs> like... Whatever. Um, but you yeah, gotta, you got to give these other ladies and other guys a chance to shine. You and just think... Figure it out. With five hours of TV a week, it couldn't, it shouldn't be this hard. And we're going to get to, uh, first, I, the Becky promo last night, I think started to foreshadow she's going to drop one of the titles because she has been so dismissive of everybody for weeks now. She's just, oh, well, I'm going to slap the heads off of everybody. I'm the man. The end. And last night, she actually did acknowledge, hey, Lacey's, she has a hell of a right. Charlotte is Charlotte. We all know how, like, she actually did acknowledge how great her competition is. And I think that's a little foreshadowing of she's not going to be Becky Two Belts on Sunday night. Hey, you know what? She. That's great. She held it. Now, whenever the she, hell it is. she held it for a while. Good for her. Awesome. She did what she should have done at WrestleMania, albeit it was botched. Whatever. But maybe, just maybe, this will get it to Charlotte, which is clearly who it's going to go to. She's not losing both. 
Yeah. And Lacey Evans is not I, winning. I can't imagine she loses both. And yeah, I just, as much as I hate the, okay, yeah, hot shot Lacey, boom, she's in the main, she's the challenging for a title, and she loses, now what? I hate that, but I just also can't see putting the title on her right away. So it's got to go to Charlotte, and yeah. hopefully in my deepest, wildest dreams, it'll just get them separated for a bit. That means Becky will still be Raw's champ. She's forcibly now stuck on Raw. Charlotte is the women's champ on SmackDown. She's over there. And we see different. That was the beauty of the superstar shakeup in the draft. Always. It's different. We didn't see the same 10 matches over and over and over again. But we're still seeing that even with the superstar shakeup. And I guess they have to finish the story. That's the th- that's one of the issues. That's one of the issues a lot of people have now is WrestleMania was always the Super Bowl in that the season ends and then the night after we is opening day. So everything is fresh but you don't blow off every story at WrestleMania now. Exactly. We've had me we've had rematches. We you know, we saw Joe and Ray last night. We're going to see Becky and Charlotte. Like it's not just oh Brock lost. Okay, brand new thing. Like that's cool, but they don't do brand new with everything. And I'm actually okay with that. Like you can't just done. No matter where the story is developed, you can't just end it. Because then you will get, and this is probably more because of injury than anything, a one-minute WrestleMania yeah. match with two of the better competitors on your roster. You can't just end it, but just just no more Charlotte and Becky, please. So Sami Zayn, I like what he's doing with his character. I yes. find this very entertaining. But at a certain point, like if someone, Evans. Like, like, like right now, like last night, if... So, just bump the microphone with my nose. Now it's running away from me. Last night, someone needs to come out and interrupt Sami Zayn because if no one comes up, comes out and sticks up for the fans at some point, I am led to believe he's saying what everybody thinks. And this is straight up just a front office and locker room masturbatory exercise. Oh no, we'll make him a heel so they boo him and it's a segment. No, at this point right now, with this going nowhere, there's no feud, there's nothing, it's just Sammy admonishing the fans, which I find entertaining. Oh, it's hilarious. But... At this point right now, it's literally just a masturbatory exercise. So It's them saying what they want to tell us, but using a TV segment to do it. And you know what? I'd rather them be honest and just say, this is how we feel about you. You're going to buy our product. You're going to spend hundreds of dollars on tickets. You're going to buy every single shirt we put out. So we're going to tell you what we think of you. Yeah. And that's fine. But I, I, when I saw, we, you, we always type an email up about the shows, and I was thinking about it as you sent us the Google Docs. So I thought, so I was thinking, who? Yeah, who? So it's got to be somebody super pro fan, super like almost to the cheesy point. There are guys and girls out there. We do it for you, blah, blah, blah. Like, so who? Yeah. I couldn't come up with one superstar in my mind unless they're bringing somebody up out of the blue. Yeah, that, that would was my be initial, that guy to My do initial it. thought was cheesy ass Johnny Gargano but he's like he's, sort of he's got the now. title down there now yeah, and, he's, and he, also sort yeah, of he's sort of doing that thing down there so I just I'm trying to bring up the superstars right now on Raw just to see who it could possibly be like I like man, so yeah. I thought like this is a perfect John Cena thing but John this Cena is, yeah, is but John Cena's nowhere in every exactly. movie known to man now just like The Rock is in every movie known to man by the way, they're actually like teaming up now on Fast and the Furious 27. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, I don't know who. I, I don't know I, what 
competitor, what superstar. And when? Like, when does someone come out and like, challenge? Is this a Bray Wyatt thing where he goes, they're my fireflies and I love them? Is that how you bring Bray back into <sighs> wow. it? Wow. That would be something interesting, I but guess. I, I just wow. don't, I don't know who. Yeah, and there's... it's got to be the super lovable, kid-friendly superstar. <sighs> Man, I, yeah, I just don't see where this is going, and I like Sammy a lot, and I think he's an incredible performer. He'd be a guy I have around the IC title picture forever, US, whatever's on Raw. I'd have that going for a long time. I just don't see that many baby faces it who can come out. It can't be Seth right now. Yes, yes, he's already not involved. Seth. It can't be AJ right now. He's already involved. It's not going to be a ricochet or anything like that. They're too new. Yeah, it's got to be a veteran type guy, unless they're bringing somebody, whether it's NXT, whether it's from Ring of Honor or New Japan or whatever. Like a Jericho would be great for this in his non heel days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Sammy, you made the list. Blah blah blah. Well, clearly it's not going to be Jericho. So who the hell is it going to be? Yeah, there's. Uh, it's just that's it's, your homework. We're doing another <laughs> episode on Thursday. Be, yeah, I want three options from you. I'm giving you homework for the next episode. Done. Okay. Who it should be. I love it. All right. Now, that since you just mentioned AJ, I think that's where we go from here. Uh, he's in the main event against Seth. First thing that surprised me about that money or in the, about the uh, contract signing last night, crowd before the dynamics really started playing out, crowd solidly behind Seth. I thought it would be way more 50-50 because so, we talked last week. They don't love babyface, babyface stuff. Like it's They just don't like to tell that story. I've heard plenty of podcasts with guys who write shows and are like, you know, talking about the 98 SummerSlam main event. They're so mad at uh, Austin and Undertaker. They're like, we wanted to do a typical story, and they just had to go respect babyface, babyface, and it pisses everyone off because it just wasn't as good as it should have been. And... Uh, to go that way again, I was like, all right, we have these two guys who everyone loves. Make me hate one of them. And I don't know, the crowd kind of chose last night. I would agree. And, and it, it did baffle me for a second. But then I started thinking, like, all right, this is AJ's like third appearance on Raw. He's still very much a fresh face there after being a SmackDown essentially forever. Yeah. It, and they're near Seth's hometown. It's... It's logical to me. It may, listen, maybe they'll turn AJ again. I like heel AJ. Heel AJ's good. I, I like beat up John Cena yeah. daily. That was one of my favorite things. Him and the Bulletproof Good Brother Club <laughs> thing together was hilarious. Beat up John Cena. But like It was my favorite thing. But I, uh, but I, I think that the location and freshness to AJ might have had a bit to do with the over love. And there is a little bit of, like, I always laugh when they're like, I gotta prove myself on Raw now. I'm like, it's the same exact audience. But really, it is not. No, not it at isn't. All. Because a few hundred thousand more people watch Raw consistently than watch SmackDown. And Raw is the A show. As much as I think SmackDown has been the superior brand for a lot of time but that's since how, split. what are we doing right now yeah. we're doing a raw exactly. review a raw we recap. do a raw show raw is the a show you watch raw way more than you watch smackdown absolutely i do it's and there i i started to realize it is a little bit different the audience while it, the crossover is the same there is so there are so many people who watch one and not the other and most of the people who do that watch raw it's the truth, and here's the, the kind of the perfect example. I've been a wrestling fan forever. I've been in and out of 
whether it's super passionate or just, oh, it's just on. Let me watch the Royal Rumble because it's on. My girlfriend, my currently girlfriend that I live with, has never been a fan. Every time we watched SmackDown, it was the most boring thing alive to her. But every time we watched Raw, she was unbelievably entertained. The Raw is the entertainment show. Yeah, yeah. SmackDown is the pure wrestling SmackDown show. SmackDown has usually, for this run, been the wrestling show. And if you aren't into the pure physicality wrestling, that's not entertaining to you. If you're into the drama, the, the pomp and circumstance, the whole nine yards... Then it's going to be raw, and that's how it's going to hook you. Yeah, and I always just look at like going back to the original days of the brand split. Like we're going to have Kurt, we're going to have Eddie. That's going to be what SmackDown's all about on Raw. Yeah, it's HBK HHH. Like that's yeah. what we're doing. That's what we're doing. The here. guys that could cut the great promo, yeah. the guys that could do everything, are always on Raw. The guys that can only like Kofi's a fine promo. Daniel Bryan's a fine promo. I mean, but yeah, they're guys who've come along. Like yeah. they've definitely come along and found their characters but you, in that environment where they've been allowed. If you look at the roster up and down, yeah. you're right. If you look at the roster on SmackDown up and down, who's the, re- the the amazing? I'm talking about A level promo guy right now. Couldn't even tell you. But they're yeah. all, I mean, solid wrestlers. New Day as a segment, like as a group, they're uh, right. Kevin Owens is always money. I would say. Uh, I but mean, you're other, gonna have some. Yeah, but Brian is really he's the developed. Best of the, Worst, quote-unquote. Brian is really developed, but it's been in an environment on SmackDown where he can lean on his wrestling and build his character that way. Exactly. I think that's it. I think that's Monday Night Raw, Turtle. It was, um, it was a show. It was not a memorable episode. No, not at all. As, as I always try to find the positives, and I'm putting this show together as I'm watching it last night, just like, whew. Um, yeah, I I love the phenomenal forearm table spot. Whenever he does that table spot, I'm a big fan. Uh, well, he, he's that, just a super talented guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was two super talented guys in the ring together. I am, what really, they do best. I am really looking forward to this match. This it's match, a shame I already know what's going to happen. This but match I, I am could be awesome. This match could be freaking awesome. And it could be even better if they actually switch the title. That's I'm trying to, like, do you think there's any chance they put the title About on AJ? A, Overall, at some point, absolutely. Uh, no, uh, on, a- on money, money in, in the, the bank, bank, absolutely not. Right, my mic keeps trying to run away from it's me. It's telling you yeah. we're done so for the I day. I think we're going to wrap it up. That's all for the Raw Review. On Thursday's show, we are going to have a special guest, Johnny Impact, Johnny Nitro, John Morrison, whatever the hell you know him as, former Impact champion, will be joining us in studio for a special Smarks and Stripes. Uh, that's freaking special. I- I'm gonna. It, this is going to be a lot of fun. For sure. We're going to finally get to see if Kevin really knows these people, if yeah, he's just BSing us. See, I, I, we'll get to this later down the line, but <laughs> seeing Mark Henry essentially check Kevin in a prior life, in a prior podcast when they came in the studio, tells me he actually knows these guys. All right, so he's not just BSing us. That's good to know. Well, I mean, overall, he's always BSing oh, us, but... He's a carny, man. He's yeah, a wrestler. He does. He's, he's in the business. That's it all for Smarts and Stripes. My name's Bill Matz. For Turtle, have a great week, everybody. 